a Radio 191 FM podcast. And we are now joined in the studio with the very lovely George Turner. Hey George, how are you going? Yeah, I'm good. Kia ora all. How are you going? I'm going pretty well, thank you. Um, so you have just released your debut album called Insect, is that correct? Yeah, about, must be coming up in a month now, or oh. three three weeks. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, so I gave it a listen today and it's uh, absolutely phenomenal. I just wanted to say it, first of all. Um, I, ju- <laughs> I just wanted <laughs> to ask what the inspiration was for like behind the like concept uh, of the album. There's, there's a lot of different inspirations that came along with the creating process. I started last year, um, I was in Fiordland National Park, not too far from Dunedin, mm-hmm. and I was doing a big hike, as I like to do, because I'm an outdoorsy-ish person. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I took a bunch of field recording mics and a few litres of wine, and one thing led to another, and I was kind of staying up late recording Kiwi sounds and recording all these bird sounds, and I thought this would be a really cool concept for an album would be to try to recreate what I feel like is contemporary New Zealand through mm. sounds from New Zealand and then turn it into music. So started there and then recorded places like the hospital I was born in, my high school, my primary school, my mum's house, my mm-hmm. dad's house, my grandparents' house, and just taking little samples from mm. basically everywhere of importance to me. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's such a unique unique idea for a musical project, and it's awesome to see an artist utilise the amazing wildlife we have in Aotearoa as well. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, and you had quite a gap in between your last EP and this debut album. Uh, yeah. Three years to be exact. What have you been doing in the meantime? Um, well, I actually had a bit of tragedy after the last EP. My last EP, Thank You For Your Time, 2017, I believe, so mm-hmm. two years ago. Um, I then recorded a full album, went up to Auckland and did it in the studio, proper mm. studio recorded album, but I was unfortunately burgled last year and lost my laptop and oh my God. all of my hard drives and all my musical instruments and all that. No! So, that is so... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had no idea. That is yeah, tragic. Yeah, a tragedy. But, but in the cow. process, you know, that album was this synth-pop overproduced thing that might, might not necessarily be me anymore, whereas Insect has a bit more longevity to it, I believe. Yeah, so do, do you feel like it was like, do you feel like maybe for you that was a some kind of blessing in disguise? <laughs> I, feel like, I don't know. Am I that optimistic? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, sure, I why not? It was a blessing in disguise. See, I yeah, mean, like silver lining in it and all. Yeah, totally, totally. And the other silver lining is that I took my insurance money and went to Europe, so that, you know. Oh, lovely. That's so good, so good. <laughs> Um, yeah, have you done works like this before where you've like used a similar concept of recording well, and sampling sounds? For the last two or three years, I've done the runway music for Massey's uh, fashion show at the end of the year, their mm-hmm. grad show. And uh, that has always been what I do is I go out and record an hour of wildlife yeah. and then with that hour recording turn it into an hour of music so I kind of have played around with the idea before Mm. but never in the form of a structured album like this this is definitely unique for me Mm -hmm. yeah and could you talk us through your writing process for this album like did you go out and get all these samples initially and then start creating or were you like already like I I should go out and do these um, (laughs) recordings and then play around with them (laughs) yeah it was it was back and forth kind of like I recorded 
the opening song Dawn, those those samples all come from Fjordland. So that was the initial track I made, first of all. Right, and right. then going on from there, I kind of wrote down a list of different topics that I wanted to talk about, my kind of alienation and my mm. views on politics and climate change and a bunch of other things. And one by one kind of ticked them off the list as I wrote songs. And they kind of all fell into place within the album in terms of wanting to build it up at certain points and bring it back down at certain points. So my writing process is really, it changes. Every song is very different. Sometimes I sit on a guitar and write it that way, or sometimes I make a full production track before I even think about lyrics. Wow, interesting. Yeah, so I, I, I'm definitely not a musician at all. I can play like chopsticks on piano and that's pretty much it so i'm always curious well, about like well you put a house beat behind that chopsticks and you've got a oh, band, so trust me i i have done before <laughs> a little bit of beatboxing while i'm doing it yeah <laughs> the other day i thought it'd be fun so i i took the harry potter theme song oh and my put god a techno, a techno beat behind it uh, turns <laughs> out it is a great great dance song <laughs> can you please uh, just just like Upload that onto your SoundCloud, please. I would lo really love to listen to that. I should, I should send it to the Harry Potter company and see if they put it in the next movie. Oh, surely, surely. Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. and the Birkheim nightclub or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Harry Potter goes <laughs> out on a bender. <laughs> One too many butter bears he had. Um, so I see that Neil McLeod is featured in this um, project as well. He's doing the saxophone, I believe. Yeah, so he plays the saxophone on the first track. He's a really good friend of mine and we kind of we, we have similar outlooks in terms of music and it's very rare to find someone that like 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 me or who I can sit down and we share music with each other and mm. just know what each other's going to like so we you know every week we're sending each other different songs and um, always back and forth and so yeah it was, it was quite good to have him play on it because it felt like a close friend Especially on the opening track, yeah, it was yeah, very, it was very nice. So, was he the only other person that you worked with on this project as well? Um, and my flatmate, who was a jazz school bassist, he also played the bass on the song oh, "Saint," cool. which is track five, I believe. Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, so he played that. But other than that, everything is me. All the drums and yeah, everything is me. Wow, wow, yeah. And um, I just had to ask about the album cover as well. It's quite entrancing. I was just wondering if you did that yourself because I know that you're a fine art student. Yeah. yeah. So um, the album cover is a thing called photogametry, oh. which is a a way of scanning 3D objects into computer mm -hmm. images. So what I did is I took about a hundred photos of my face. Yeah. <laughs> and turned it into a 3D object on the computer and then I sculpted it into the album cover that you see now. Whoa. So, you know, it, it is me, but it's also this weird creature or yeah. insect. I would love, first thing I thought of was a alien, really. So like, I think it's just the texture of the skin is quite <laughs> like, I don't know, it's, it's something about it. It's quite surreal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. people to like stumble across the album at 4am and just stare at the eyes of like, that album that's cover. That's a cool cover, I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, so you are a fine art student as well. Um, do you find that your artwork it ties in with like similar themes as your music as well? Yeah, it certainly does. My artwork's probably a lot more political and critical than I am with my songwriting sometimes, but yeah. more or less it is very similar stuff. I actually have my first solo 
gallery exhibition starting next week here in Wellington. Oh, awesome. So that's very exciting. It goes hand in hand with my album somewhat. Amazing. Congratulations on your first gallery opening. <laughs> yeah, thank you. A month <laughs> after my first album. Oh, wow. 2019 <laughs> is a big year for you. <laughs> um, so, so 2019, sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a year of realising things, definitely. <laughs> um, so... I, I just this is just like a silly question out of curiosity, but when you're talking about Oriental Beach in the fourth track, do you are you referring to Oriental Bay? Like the Wellington yeah. Bay, okay? Yeah. So I I actually I did a radio interview last week with Radioactive, which yeah. is Wellington's kind of alternative station. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was a song about me meeting a loved one on the beach or something, but the song's oh. actually about how I've kind of, I, well, for a period there when I was doing a lot of research into New Zealand's history, mm. I lost touch with the country itself being a Pākehā and coming here only a couple of generations ago. I felt kind of out of place. And mm. the symbol of Oriental Beach being this beach in the city, I don't know if you know about it, but it's its not actually a real beach. They oh, take yeah, this, it's like they completely take man-made, sand. right? Yeah, they take yeah. the sand from Golden Bay and bring it up here. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of the symbol of Wellington's uh, capitalist prosperity and therefore I could use it as a kind of a symbol for my lack of connection to the the country even though I've gained that but I thought it was quite a nice symbol yeah no that's like super interesting because I like I've been there maybe like a handful of times and I um, didn't know that it was like a man-made beach and I remember stepping onto it for the first time like shoes sandals off you know saying like the sand feels really weird yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like yeah. sand is just it's, like it's small quite surreal because the rest of the beaches in Wellington are kind of similar to Dunedin Beach is very harsh and rocky and, yeah yeah you know it's it's not a nice place and then there's this golden sand almost like tropical looking beach in the middle of the city yeah it's just like it's this crazy. tiny tiny well it's, it spans for like a hundred meters or so and it's just <laughs> yeah, like exactly. yeah, where did the sand and, come from yeah they they well if you live in Wellington you see them every August I think bringing these big uh, ships into the harbour and just dropping it off and letting the tide wash it in onto the beach. That is so bizarre. It's so bizarre, yeah. right? It's been so excessive. <laughs> oh, you, you get like a nice accessible beach, you know. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, everyone in Wellington that isn't me loves it, so. Yeah, but like, like you all say, you can't beat Wellington on a good day. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah, surely. <laughs> um, so I hear through the grapevine that you're going to be on tour soon as well for your album. Yeah, so I've just put a band together with a bunch of um, old jazz musicians oh, and bandmates and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are now organising a tour for summer. Amazing. So Surely Dunedin. Definitely will come to Dunedin. <laughs> Absolutely. Got too many friends and don't visit there enough. <laughs> come on down, buddy. We're going to have a great old time. <laughs> we'll we'll show so. you some real beaches with real <laughs> sand. None of that weird gravel yeah, stuff. <laughs> what a treat. Maybe you'll be even be warm enough to swim. I did, can No, it's always freezing. I'm so sorry. Just, uh, but the only advice I can give you is just wear like five layers every day. <laughs> oh, That's the only advice I can give you for today. Maybe, maybe I scrap to Eden and we just... We just... Oh, no, please come. <laughs> no, we love musicians. Come, come on. <laughs> definitely come. Awesome. I wouldn't miss out on the capital of Flying Nun Records. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Hey, thank you so much for talking to us today. This has been no an absolute delight. Worries. Thank you for having me. That's it's okay, and make sure you um, keep in contact with us if you if you do end up coming to Dunedin. We'll yeah, of very course much. I will. Yes.
be absolutely very stoked to have you here. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of your night and good yes. luck for your gallery opening next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the album. Hey, that's all right. Uh, it's great. You're doing great. Just keep doing that. I hope your stuff doesn't get stolen again. That was very tragic. <laughs> well, maybe there'll be another silver lining. Oh my god. I hope, surely, <laughs> that's just, I feel like that's just, you're not locking your car or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's my own fault. Yeah. <laughs> all right, George. See right. you later. Thank you. Harida. Bye. But an amazing human being. Um, so, this is the song Kori, and it is the third track of their album, which is on, on all streaming services, including SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify. Make sure you look it up. It is a really, really amazing, um, unique concept for an album, and geez, they've executed it amazing, amazingly so. Um, and we still have the Booksmart Double Pass tickets to give away. So all you need to do is text in to 0212 Radio 1. That is 0212-272-3461 and a double pass to a free movie, which is screening tonight and for another couple weeks, is all yours. It's so simple. This is Corey by George Turner. That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.